You're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome, everybody, to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am or what I do, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology so you can grow your business using the power of the internet and social media. We are back. I believe this is episode number 33. I have a very exciting guest. I'm super excited to talk to him. His name is uh, Garrett Atkins. For those of you that know him, he has a couple companies. Uh, mainly the one that he's involved in is called Vi Media, which is a full-blown, full-service digital marketing company. Um, we are here in the studio today to uh, interview Garrett on his businesses, and I'm so excited to talk to him. Everybody, welcome Mr. Garrett Atkins to the show. Garrett, how are you today? Doing good. Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, Garrett, thanks for taking some time to be on. I'm actually kind of intimidated to talk to you. I've heard so much about you. Well, no need to be, I assure you. Awesome, man. <laughs> So you own a couple of different companies, uh, Vi Media being the the main business that you uh, that you run. Yeah. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, how Vi Media got started? Sure. Yeah. So Vi Media, as you said at the beginning, very well is a full service digital marketing agency. We focus on search engine optimization, SEO, uh, Google pay per click. Really, um, our main focus is return on investment, ROI based digital marketing. At the end of the day, what we want to know is that our clients are spending a dollar and uh, right now averaging $17.50 on every dollar spent with our advertising services. But that being said, uh, uh, SEO, pay-per-click, paid social media ads, and services of that nature are specialty, but we also do videography, which is just a byproduct of social media advertising and web page design and development, as well as branding, logo design, and other marketing assets that require graphic design. Um, but yeah, I got started. I launched that, which was my first company, back on October 11th of 2016. So it's uh, been going on four and a half years now. Man, congratulations. That's Thanks, huge. Um, I've heard some very good things about Vine Media. I see you getting mentioned in Facebook groups left and right being tagged. Um, that's awesome, man. I'm really excited for the, for the new year. How, uh, how important do you think, um, having a digital marketing strategy in the new year is for local business owners with everything that's going on in the world? I think it's more important than ever. Uh, when, uh, let's use COVID-19 as an example. When that first started hitting the States back in, uh, March of 2020, I think is when it, it you know, really started, uh, gaining momentum here. Um, at first, uh, like a lot of businesses, small and medium and large alike, we lost uh, one of our biggest clients, lost one of our smallest clients. But uh, fast forward a, m- a month, I think some sometime half, I think it was April, was our largest month of sales for Vi Media ever. And that momentum kind of kept going afterwards, in fact, because um, I feel like a lot of businesses needed to pivot into digital advertising, whereas they spent a lot of their money on uh, traditional forms of advertising prior to COVID-19, television, billboards, newspapers, magazines, etc. I find uh, they were already becoming less effective over the past five to 10 years because digital advertising was taking up uh, more of our attention. But uh, as you know, we've had, you know, one to three lockdowns of having to stay in our homes for extended periods of time, depending on where you live in the greater St. Louis area since COVID has started now. 
And uh, during those times, where is our attention lied? It lies on, on social media, on streaming services, on YouTube, on TikTok, on uh, right now Clubhouse, for example. And so wherever our attention lies, that is where advertisers are surely going to spend their money to show their business. That way their business is in front of our face. So I'd say right now with the way consumers and other business owners are spending their attention on digital avenues, that's where advertisers need to be spending their their hard-earned dollars. That way they're getting the return on investment they surely deserve. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly, man. I think 2021 is a really big year for a lot of people, but I think the digital marketing space is the right business to be in. Um, You can't obviously do all this alone. You offer a, a variety of services to you can go global, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not geographically limited. Um, is there a team behind you? Like how many people do you have with you that make this possible? Yeah, so we have a team, about 12 people at Vi Media, but we have outsourcing partners. Uh, most of our work is done in-house. All of our main services from SEO, web, web page design and development, social media advertising, graphic design, so on and so forth is handled in-house. But uh, we have a variety of outsourcing or referral partners that allow us to take on overflow. And quite recently in in the year of 2020 specifically, we really uh, founded the formula of scalability for our company that allowed us to take on uh, more clients and hire more staff that allows us to grow with our clients and grow our clients with us uh, reciprocally. So uh, that's about the size of our team right now. Awesome. So just enough to just enough to do what you need to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that's uh that's quite the accomplishment. You know, four years, four and a half years, five years of Vine Media. You've got uh St. Louis podcast you're now uh starting. Can you tell us a little about a little bit about that? Yeah, so this this studio uh right now is technically called St. Louis Podcast.com, but it's actually uh about to be announced probably by the probably about the time this this uh, episode hits the audience, it'll be rebranded as Half Coast Studios. And what that is is a podcast recording and distribution studio. So people uh, sign up for a monthly membership that allows them to come to the studio uh, X amount of times based on the level of membership that they sign up for. Sit down like yourself, you and I right now, and basically just have a podcast and have a good time, have some candid conversations about whatever subject matter that they like to talk about most and host their podcast. While all the hard work and heavy lifting is done by, by our team, such as Matt Parker behind the glass over there. I know the audience can't see him, but uh, people like him run the uh, audio and video post and pre-production that's required to make sure that the end result in your podcast shines as good as possible. That way you have a top-notch level podcast. That way your audience is happy with what they're seeing and hearing. Well, you can't do it alone, man. No, (laughs) That's that's for sure. I know I have a hard time doing my podcast alone just with me. And I got to tell you, looking around, I'm, I'm kind of inspired to buy some new equipment because I, this, this is incredible. Like it well, sounds, thanks, man. it sounds so clear and I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Lost my train of thought. Um, who is going to be your ideal customer? For which business? Vine Media or Half Coast Studios? <laughs> Forgot about those. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with, uh, we'll go with Vine Media. That seems to be the focus. Yeah. So for ViMedia, our ideal client is a uh, business owner, C-level executive, a director of marketing, of the key decision maker, the, K, the KDM, key decision maker at a company that uh, really has a focus on growing their company's revenue. There's a lot of forms of advertising out there, and a lot are focused on what I like to refer to as vanity metrics, 
uh, impressions, engagements, uh, likes on your Instagram, Facebook, TikTok post. Uh, those are vanity metrics that sure, surely make you feel good as they should. If you study the psychology of you know the dopamine that releases when someone positively engages with your content, it feels great. But does it make you more money? No. So what we focus on is, like I said earlier, return on investment advertising. So I like to work with business owners that specifically want to see, hey, I want to pay $5,000 a month and I'd like to make a three times return on investment on that. How can we get that done? And then we sit down with the business owner. We do an audit of their entire online presence, figure out which avenue of advertising works best for them. We create a strategy and then we execute. We meet with them on a biweekly or monthly basis. We go over the metrics. If they're making money on the money they're spending with us, they're happy and I'm happy. And that's what I care about at the end of the day is working with business owners that want to make money on their advertising. So we're not just going to go to ads.google.com, google.com, throw up a campaign and, and hope for clicks and conversions. We're going yeah. to actually do our homework, find out who the who the business's market is, find out who their audience is, and try to pinpoint that as accurate as, as possible. Correct. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. I made that mistake when I learned Google Ads. It didn't really work too well. It's a full-time job. That's it for really sure. is. Um, I remember when I first started with Google Ads, I took a course on Udemy, and um, it was very enlightening. And uh I spent a lot of money. Didn't uh, didn't quite convert as well as I wanted. You're not the only one, man. You're not yeah, the only one. I can't met. tell you how many uh, business owners I've talked to who uh, I've sat down with. Uh, we went over a strategy for them, went over a proposal. They're like, you know what? I'm going to try to figure it out myself, even though I just showed them, like, if you spend money, you're going to make money. Let's do this. Uh, they try to go do it on their own, and I talked to them a couple months later. <laughs> Talk to me about your online presence. Where are you guys on social media? Um. So we're on all platforms right now besides Clubhouse, I think. Um, so we're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think we even have a Snapchat, even though it is very dormant, I will admit. And uh, YouTube, et cetera. So we're on all the major platforms right now. And we're going to keep an eye on Clubhouse as well, see if it becomes a mature platform. If it does, we'll probably invest more time there as well. They just recently uh, had an update because uh, I'm on Clubhouse, and uh, I love Clubhouse. I think it would benefit your business eventually. I've, I'm hearing uh, a lot of good things. Yeah, like it's just growing in popularity very quickly. Um, I love the fact that it's all audio. Uh, I come across a lot of marketers that are like, I don't want to do Facebook Lives because I'm scared of being on video. So Clubhouse, you know, kind of, it, it there's no excuse. It breaks right? that barrier. Right, exactly. There's It's just audio. So um, I think it's a great way to position yourself as the expert. I think it's a great way to add value to your audience. And my understanding is that you have a, a good following. You said around 30,000 people or Between so. Between all platforms, yes. That's incredible, man. That's Thanks, man. Um, that's what it's all about because you can't sell anything without an audience, right? No, no. If you're, if you're screaming and no one's around, there's no one going to hear you. And I know recently one of your biggest accomplishments was getting the blue badge on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, a- yeah. I think that was about uh, – and time flies. I think it's been about five months ago I got verified with uh, the oh-so-coveted blue check mark on Facebook. Last time I checked, you were talking about trying to get on Instagram and getting verified. Have Correct. You, have you achieved that yet? No, no, it's not verified yet. No, uh, that would actually require me to take time to post on Instagram, as per my PR representative tells me. So I need to spend more time actually developing content on that, and uh, that surely will be happening with some developments I have going on. That is one of the benefits to Clubhouse because there's no messaging platform on Clubhouse as of now. It, uh, it it connects to Instagram and Twitter, so you just tell people to DM you for information. I did not know that. That's actually um, pretty cool. I'll show you a screenshot after we get off here on my phone how it connects, so it kind of encourages users to use Instagram. 
Um, I'm just now getting an Instagram. I don't really like it all that much. I'm so used to Facebook and Clubhouse, and but um, apparently it's there's some leverage there of what you can uh, what you can do to grow your business. So, oh, definitely. Um, like you know, you can grow an audience anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. So get on Clubhouse. I'd love to see you over there. Yeah, I'm gonna. I actually am uh, going to be using my girl. I I have a Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra, and I, I've been an Android guy since about 2012. But I'm actually going to be using my girlfriend's phone because she has. A, she's an iPhone person, so I'm going to be getting on iOS tonight and actually building one out. Awesome. I got man. an invite waiting for me. Yeah, that's the tough part. How to get in? How to get an invite? Yeah. Uh, do you mind if we touch on that really quickly? Is that yeah, all right? Sure. So there's a lot of people that are on Clubhouse that are waiting for invites. They're always like, "I'm on the waiting list," and mm-hmm. they don't really understand how to get an invite. You got to show up. You got to post. You got to make yourself, you know, active. If there were like three pieces, maybe two or three pieces of advice to help get an invite, where would you recommend going, or what kind of content would you mind would you uh, suggest creating to help get that invitation to Clubhouse? Well, heck, I just. Uh I, someone just reached out and offered me one today. I, I have not been trying to get one. And then uh, someone said, dude, you need to get on here. I'll just give you an invite. So I'm getting on. But uh, if you're trying to get an invite, I, I suppose the best thing to do would be uh, first thing is just do the obvious post on whatever platform you're already active on and uh, reach out to your existing network on platforms that you're already active on, like Facebook or Instagram, even, even Snapchat, posting a story on Snapchat uh, Facebook and Instagram allow stories as well. Say, hey, looking for a clubhouse invite. That's one obvious way to go is just ask for help. I mean, that's a lot of people don't do it, but it's uh, one of the best things you can do in a lot of facets of everyday life. Um, another good way to get an invite, I would say, is uh, those who you already know are on the platform. I would just reach out, um, get out of your shell, and then send them a DM. Send them a private message saying, hey, I'd love to get an invite to this platform if you have any available, and if you don't, please refer me to someone that you know that is on Clubhouse that might have an invite available because I'd love to start building an audience on there. And then thirdly, um, getting in Facebook groups or any platform that has groups. I know LinkedIn is another platform that has groups to where you could get into a group once you're in the group, start reaching out to the individuals in a group that you have built a relationship with and then um, you know leverage those relationships, see if they'd be kind enough to send you an invite themselves. Ironically enough, I got my invite in a podcast group. <laughs> I don't know how, but someone was like, here's an invite. So you got and it from a group right there. Yeah. Um, that's where I found are the most beneficial places to go, uh, podcast support groups, because Clubhouse is kind of like a giant podcast. It's just because uh, it's all audio. That's what and it looks that's, like. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. Uh, shifting gears towards SEO, um, you know, I think a lot of people pay companies to get ranked online. Um, how do you, like, do you think, do you feel that it's an effective digital marketing strategy to get to the top of Google? and to SEO? Get your, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, there's many different types of SEO. Um, you know, there's, there's white hat SEO, which is the right way to go about SEO. That's what we'd refer to as legal SEO. Um, not that any kind of SEO that I'm aware of is uh, by the law illegal, but in the way that SEOers explain it, there's, there's gray hat, white hat, and black hat. Black hat is you don't want to do that and that Google will penalize you eventually for doing that type of SEO. Gray is where you're kind of treading the line between what's right and wrong in the eyes of Google's search algorithm. Then there's white hat, which most reputable agencies like ViMedia, for example, are practicing. And uh, SEO is an extremely effective way to advertise your business. And I wouldn't even call it a traditional form of digital advertising because it's not like you're buying an ad or a billboard on Google and getting in front of people. It is a curative type 
form of marketing. Because the way I look at it, there's medicinal forms of advertising uh, like pay-per-click or uh, paid ads on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, where once you stop paying for the ads, you stop getting the business and the traction. But SEO, on the other hand, is where if you do it right, it's more of a cure as long as you keep at it. Because whenever you're doing SEO and you're making your company rank better in search engine results, let's say you're a um, pizzeria based here in St. Louis, you hire a company like ours to do SEO for you on a monthly basis. They get you to start ranking well, like let's say in the top three spots on the first page of Google, which is where you want to be ideally. Um, you start showing up there, that is going to get more people to come to your business because more people are going to your website, more people are seeing your products or services. And when people are typing in Pizzeria St. Louis, Pizzeria Maplewood, Pizzeria West County, you're showing up. If you're not showing up, they don't even know about your business. If you are showing up, they do know about your business. You don't even have the opportunity to get said business unless people know about you, of course. So, of course, it's going to benefit your business. So there's a lot of organic work that MyMedia does prior to putting in a an ads uh, campaign. Like we do your- them simultaneous uh, in most instances because SEO is not an overnight strategy in most cases. Nope. So that being said, it's a long play. Um, And anything that's a long play, I like to combine with something that is a short play. Because at the end of the day, even if it makes complete sense to us as digital marketers, and we know, uh, not for a fact, but as close to a fact as possible, that someone is going to be showing up on the first page of Google within 8 to 12 months, that's a long time to wait if you're a business owner paying a couple thousand dollars a month. You know, that's over 10 grand. You're like, hey, Garrett. It's been six months. I'm still not getting any money from this advertising. I'm like, I I hear you, Tom. We need to get you up there, but it takes time. We went over this. And lots of that is uh, uh, about setting proper expectations on the front end. Lots of digital marketers don't do that. That's one thing we do very well is is setting proper expectations, under-promising and over-delivering. But that being said, we combine it with PPC or Facebook ads. That way they're making money while they're spending money on SEO. That way their their SEO is paid for by the money we're making them on pay-per-click or paid social ads, if that makes sense. It does. Do you use any other platforms besides Google and Facebook ads? Are you on like LinkedIn ads or Snapchat ads? It just depends on the client, but yes, we are. Uh, Every client's different. Every client has a different demographic, a different target market, different services and products. So we have to make sure that strategies we create cater to those needs. Absolutely. I think that's very, very important. Um, what uh, what website platform does Vimedia uh, prefer to build? And are you a WordPress guy? Do you have coders? WordPress. WordPress? But uh, I mean, it really depends. If you have an e-commerce client, most likely you're not building within WordPress. You're using something like Shopify, BigCommerce, AmeriCommerce. Um, I mean, there's so many nowadays. Uh, if they are one of those websites that have a login portal and a bunch of um how would I say this? Usability that most websites would not require. You're going to need a lot of development, hard coding, um, or or at the very least, plugins using the WordPress platform, which could then bloat the site, slow it down. So yeah. you'd rather develop and code because it will be faster that way, and the speed of the site affects SEO. Do you have coders that can write CSS yes. and JavaScript? Okay, so it doesn't matter the need, doesn't matter the business. You well, can- it matters. That's where the outsource at the, the beginning of the show, I said how we have outsourcing partners when it's a very specific job and we don't get a lot of it. 
that's when an outsourcing partner comes into play. If it's something we do all the time, we have a lot of clients that do it like WordPress websites, for example, that's when it's handled in house. Awesome. So what got you into this whole digital marketing space? You know, you don't just wake up one day and say, hey, I want to be a digital marketer. No, you don't. No, it happens over time. So uh, I'd say the, the, the tipping point, because I've said this the whole story a few times, but the tipping point, I was in the mortgage industry. I was working for a uh, Midwest Mortgage Capital, which then got bought out by GSF Mortgage Corporation. And uh, when I was working there, I was friends with uh, top producing uh, mortgage sales representatives, the the gentlemen and ladies out there who are responsible for making sure you get the loan to buy a house or or whatever. So refinance could be a a multitude of things. So I was friends with the top producers there because I myself have been a a top producer in sales since uh, I was 17 years old and got my first sales job. So when I was working there, friends with the top producers, lots of them were okay with investing in a personal brand for themselves. And this was back in 2012, 2013, when personal branding was not mainstream yet. And this is back when even Gary Vaynerchuk had just started talking about personal branding, Um, even though he had been doing it for a while. It it didn't really, it wasn't coined as a term yet. And so, when I was friends with them, I was like, hey, you'd probably get more deals if you had a really good looking personal brand on Facebook, because uh, Facebook was still, uh, it's still a huge, very important, biggest platform out there, but it was the most dominant platform, no questions asked at the time in 2012, 2013. And so I was like, hey, I'll make you a personal brand on Facebook. We'll call you instead of, uh, you know, John Smith, we're going to call you the mortgage geek or the mortgage professional. We're going to build you out a logo. We're going to build you out a Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I did that for a few people. I did it for free for a few. Then I got paid for a few. Then I started getting paid on a monthly basis to post for them on their behalf um, and did really shitty graphic design for them because I had no idea what I was doing at the time yet. And, uh, you know, some got business from it and some didn't. But, you know, I was learning. And so um, then I started working for a startup company, a tech startup and I was a uh, director of sales and marketing, and I had been doing sales and uh, marketing and leadership for, for years at the time by that point. And uh, I had finally sold uh, a mortgage company rather than a mortgage professional, an entire company on the same thing. Let's, uh, let's uh, make the brand look a little bit better, clean you guys up, and let's start posting for you on a monthly basis. Very basic a- amateur services, but nonetheless, um, it allowed me the revenue that allowed me to sit in front of a Starbucks on October 11, 2016, file LLC and, and stop working a, a nine to five for someone else and strike out on my own. Isn't that amazing how that happens? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a nerve wracking, but amazing. I remember when I started my computer repair business, I own O'Fallon computers here in O'Fallon, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went to college, got my degree, my associates, and then my girlfriend's like, well, what do you want to do with your degree? And I'm like, well, I don't really know. She's like, just start a business. Well, for those of you that are green personalities like myself, we tend to overthink everything. We got to have everything in line. It was weird because I went to college, graduated, had an LLC. People started calling, and I remember making my first 100 bucks. The guy was like, well, you did the work. You can take the money, and I didn't really understand that concept. It took sure. me a very long time to get it. So it's amazing how quick things uh, transpire into something we never thought we'd ever be doing. Yeah, no. I mean, it is mortgage lending, podcasting, you know, by media doesn't really fit the. No, no. When you say it out loud without the, the <laughs> context, it makes no sense at all whatsoever. It's all about the context. But it's allowed you to uh, develop amazing relationships. Mm-hmm. It's allowed you to have a, a, a great family. Um, 
it's allowed you to do a lot of things, a lot of freedom in your life. Yeah, no, it is. It is the best decision I ever made hands down. So that's awesome, man. Again, congratulations on all your success. Thank that's, you. that's huge to go from mortgage to a full blown digital marketing agency. Yeah, no. That is very, very well known on, on the, on the internet, on the social media world and through the networking uh, community. Yeah. Thank you, man. You're welcome. So there's a lot of people in uh, 2021 that are trying to build a business online. Um, we're what, 16, 17 days into 2021. Yep. Um, what's a good piece of advice you would recommend for somebody just getting started to go online to grow their business? Um, focus on building a solid foundation for your business online, a solid foundation. You're not about to build a house on quicksand, right? So you want to make sure that your social media pages on all major social media platforms, your local directories like uh, uh, Google My Business, obviously, Yelp, Apple Maps, Bing, Yahoo even, the, the, the lesser minority search engines, um, uh, Better Business Bureau, and I think there's around 73 major local directories, if you know what I'm talking about, that you can list your business on that Google finds as authoritative websites. And if, if you list your business on a website that Google finds authoritative, it's going to find your website more authoritative. So making sure that your website is has a presence on all six of the, six seven of the major social media platforms all 50 to 70 of the local directory platforms that google finds authoritative depending on whether you're a brick and mortar business or not because an e-commerce store doesn't need to be on apple maps for example but uh, again context but um also, so social media pages, local directories, and then, of course, your website. Making sure you have a pretty solid website. doesn't need to be groundbreaking. You don't need to pay someone ten, tens of thousands of dollars to build you a good website. But having a solid website that is at least up to par with the basic requirements of Google's search algorithm. Excuse me that uh, will make your website show up better in search engines. Uh, if you are covering those three bases, you are only then ready to start spending money on advertising. If you're spending money on Google pay-per-click or paid social media ads prior to laying a proper foundation, if you're getting a return on investment, you're lucky. But if you do those things first, you're going to get an even greater return on investment on those monthly forms of advertising. So my best tip is focus on making sure that you have the groundwork laid out first and the foundation laid out first before diving into the monthly advertising, before trying to do it yourself, before hiring a marketing agency. Try to uh, approach an agency, whether it's us or a different agency out there, that will kind of gauge where your online presence is at now as it stands and ask, what can I do to make my foundation better and then focus on that first, then start advertising. That would be my number one tip for any business owner. What a great answer. Makes perfect sense. Um, cause I know a lot of people try to do it themselves and it's obviously extraordinarily overwhelming. Um, I get a lot of people that say, Hey, you know, we tried that Facebook ads don't work. Mm -hmm. my, my personal favorite excuse. <laughs> yeah, that is an excuse. Have you ever dealt with somebody that just said like, I've tried ads. It didn't work. I've tried Facebook. It didn't work. I've tried all the LinkedIn's, all the major platforms and gotten no results. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I understand you're trying to help me, but I don't have much faith. How do you approach that conversation? Yeah. I mean, it, one of the things business owners, and I usually break it down this way. One of the things business owners don't understand, most business owners don't understand is that uh, my team that does Facebook ads is not one person doing Facebook ads. It's one graphic designer, one videographer, one copywriter, and one guy that actually does the targeting and the analytics. 
Um, that's three to four different people for one Facebook ads campaign. That is more than one full-time job. And you're out there trying to figure it out on your own while running your company, managing employees, putting out fires like we all do as business owners, so on and so forth. So you trying to go out there and do Facebook ads all by yourself while running your business and all, all the many admirable things you have to do to, to keep your business running and successful um, is, is a very hard task you're setting out. So I'd say if you were trying to do Facebook ads while owning your own business, unless it's a, a Facebook ads agency, you're probably not giving Facebook ads a good shot. Um, not to mention even lots of agencies out there. I mean, let's face it, digital marketing, lots of, lots of it has a bad stigma to it because a lot of agencies don't know what the hell they're doing. So even if you do hire an agency and they do a bad job, even then I want to roll Facebook ads out. You probably just didn't do enough research into the agency or the agency gave you uh, a few power words like SEO, ROI, return on investment, analytics, and you bought it, you spent money, it didn't work out like it It oftentimes does not. And then you, you said Facebook ads doesn't work. So, you know, you just got to be careful, do your research, do your homework, ask for case studies, look at the reviews, um, you know, get a referral from someone who is getting a return on investment, ask them point blank, does your company offer a return on investment on advertising? You know, that's what matters. And if they guarantee you anything, you need to run the other way because there are no guarantees. Marketing, like many things in business, is a risk. And so even though we have a, are batting 100 right now with all of our clients on Facebook ads, SEO and PPC, all of our current clients in, in, in our stable are all getting a return on investment across the board. We still do not sit down with, with clients or prospects and offer a guarantee that they will get a return on investment because so, anything could happen. Especially on SEO because yeah. you see all those ads on Facebook. $99 unlimited SEO yeah. will get you to the, to the top. Um, I know SEO is a long-term strategy, but it's the most effective as we discussed uh, earlier. And back to the whole Facebook thing, you know, Facebook's always changing their algorithms. Always. They're always updating the platform. It can be hard to keep up. So running your business, running ads and, and crunching numbers and making sure everything's, uh, everything's good, that, that can be a, a quite the pain in the butt. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like, sounds like Vibe Media is uh, kind of like your number one stop for all your digital marketing needs and more. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I wouldn't, I would feel very comfortable um, outsourcing to you. I'd feel very comfortable um, with anything you do. I've, I've seen your reviews on Google. Um, I've seen people post on Facebook, uh, the, the giant ICAT group we're all a part of. Um, you get tagged multiple times. I mean, that's got to say something, you know. Yeah. Um, and plus, you've got great reviews and you just seem like a very easy person to get along with. Well, I appreciate it, man. Right back at you. <laughs> I, again, I'm a little, I'm a little intimidated talking to Garrett because like, he's so well known. I mean, when he asked me to come out, he's like, I got a following of like 30,000 people. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm going to be in front of the camera with a guy that's got an award-winning business. That's got a following of 30,000 people. Yeah. That's not on one platform though. And let me tell you, that's small potatoes sure. to a lot of people in our industry. So, well, uh, man, I'm trying to think of what else to say. Did we, did we cover everything? Is there anything you want to add? Um, no, I, I just say uh, one thing, I guess, is just uh, if you're an entrepreneur out there, a digital marketer out there, you know, um, I know that uh, right now times are, are tough, but, uh, and this is, it sounds cliche, but, and it's not relative to many of the things Anthony and I were talking about, but, uh, you know, if, you, if you're dealing with a tough time right now because of COVID-19 or some other odd circumstance that uh, uh, us as business owners often deal with, 
or you're on the fence about starting your own business, I just uh, uh, say, look at what you think is going to make you happy and uh, execute on that rather than think about it forever and doing nothing. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Someone, I want to leave you guys with a quick tip. Someone told me in 2020, uh, cause 2020 from your, for me was a, was a year of perfectionism. It was trials and figuring things out. And someone told me that I needed to stop working the uh, perfectionism muscle and start working the take an action muscle. hundred um, percent. I agree with that. And that was, that was a major eye opener. No such me, thing as perfect. No. And you never Chasing will be the perfect. dragon right there. Yeah. You'll never be perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. That was one of the benefits or one of the, uh, I can't think of the word, but, um, you know, when I learned my website, I learned WordPress just like you, mm-hmm. you know, and your team. And I, I bought thousands of dollars in plugins and I still haven't used them. And I'm, it's, yeah. I'm always rearranging and it just, you know, it got to me. And once I started uh, not worrying about those things, things started to flow. So no, that's, that's a hundred percent right. And I've had to teach a few people that lesson myself. So Garrett, really quick before we close out, um, do you guys offer a free consultation for Vibe Media? We sure do. In case anyone's ready to get started with you, how does that work? Oh yeah. So that's actually one of the, the things we're more well known for and why so many people shout our name in the St. Louis area is because one of our main things is doing a free digital audit. So uh, for free, we sit down with you. We, we uh, do an audit before we even sit down with you. We don't even need information. All we need to know is your name, your company's phone number, your domain name, and your company's name. If we have that information, we can do uh, use third-party software to scan your business's entire online presence. We'll dig up all your social media presence, your local directories. We'll go through your website. We'll know how much traffic you're getting, where the traffic's coming from, and we'll go over all that data with you for free. And it doesn't take that long. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour of your time. And for that 30 minutes to an hour of your time, you learn um, what your business is doing right, what it's doing wrong on, on digital marketing as it stands right now. And uh, if you want options for moving forward, you can ask for some. If not, it's an extremely low-pressure situation where it's all about educating a business owner, C-level, C-level executive, or key decision-maker in the marketing department on what they could be doing better for their business. And that, like I said, that's our free consultation that we refer to as the free digital audit. Well, everyone, I want to take a moment and just say thank you to Garrett for having me in the uh, STL podcast studio. Uh, what was the name of the, the studio again? Half Coast Studios. Half Coast Studios. Um, I'm excited to be here. This was such an honor to have you on, man. I'm so excited for you and your business in 2021 and what's to come. Um, if anyone has any questions looking to get started with digital marketing or just have an inquiry in your business that you're looking to get achieved, it's a new year, which means a new uh, new goals. Yes, um, it's not too late to get started. Uh, you know, think about your New Year's resolutions that you guys did um, on the 31st of December. Um, are you now giving up on those resolutions? Because um, if you are in your business, um, I can guarantee it that Buy Media can at least help point you in the right direction. Hundred percent. We can't. And thanks guarantee- for having me on, man. Yeah, we can't guarantee. They can't guarantee results, obviously, but results are determined by the effort that you put in. So thank you for listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony Garrett. Again, thank you so much for having us on and allowing me to interview you and your company with Buy Media. And we wish you the best in the new year, man. You too. Thanks, man. No problem at all. Thank you. Thank you.